It's the Hats Off Gloves Off podcast with Mitchell Phillips and Spencer Callender. Hello, uh, faithful listeners. So this is Hats Off, Gloves Off. Hats off to those that deserve it, gloves off to those that deserve it, highlighting the good and the bad. We bring justice to society. So you can be a bad guy doing good or a good guy doing bad or a good girl gone bad. Is that? I think that's a Rihanna album. I think that's and, used many times. Yeah, good girl gone bad. That's like that plot line for movies. Yeah, so if it starts raining, you can stand under my umbrella. Ella, 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 Ella. Hey, 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 hey. What is it? Um, oh, uh, what is it? Oh, that's it. Um, her other song. The first line is, you look so dumb right now. <laughs> Standing outside my house. It's about I got cheating one. on her and trying to get her back. But the first line is just, you look so dumb right now. <laughs> um, all right, so I'm going to go first. Cause get I in there. You might have seen this. This was a highlight. This is some straight-up hats off, gloves off material. Like I feel like uh, God knows we're doing this podcast. The great uh, Yahweh ha- makes things happen specifically for content for this fucking show. Um. So, jeez. So there's some in Maine. What is this? A hats off? A gloves off? Oh, oh, I apologize. This is a heavy hats off. (laughs) This is okay. It's a ten gallon hats off. Uh, This is um, somebody in Deadwood dying. So every single like as the body's being brought down like the main thoroughfare. Every single person that sees the procession takes their hat off. That's how much of a hats off this is. Bowler caps, fucking newsboy slips, whatever. Um, so, in the somewhere in the Bangor area, Bangor, Maine, um, is a pair of neighbors. They don't stick out for any particular reason. You know, they're just neighbors. They always had a good relationship. Uh, always communicated well. You know, they let each other borrow each other's lawnmower. I'm assuming, you know, very neighborly things. Then all of a sudden, this man, uh, one of the men dies. Oh. Yeah. Um, I thought old age, it didn't, uh, the article didn't specify what kind of, uh, you know, death it was. But they just said after so-and-so passed, things began to escalate. So he left the house after he died to his wife and children. The wife moved out and the children moved in. But still under the same ownership, right? Um, so the, this new, new family, new neighbors, they're shit. They fucking suck. Which also, I think, I couldn't tell. I read it like twice. But I think, judging by the article, the brother and the sister, like in their 30s, live there. Which is like, <laughs> chill. You know what I mean? Like, get a life. You're in Bangor and you have to share a house with your sister. Get a fucking job, dude. Yeah, you fucked up big time if that's if that's where you are in life. What's a house Bangor's- in Bangor cost? <laughs> Yeah, like 150 grand. No one wants to live in Maine except weirdos. Yeah, Stephen King and fucking. So, like you said, weirdos. So, um, these people are weird as shit and they're, um, they're a pain. So, and like, they're just constant antics, you know, like, hey, this is my property. This is your property. Um, oh, I can do whatever I want. They're throwing parties. They're doing this and that. It got literally to the point where, the people um, from the house that didn't die are trying to like are pursuing purchasing the house from them just so they'll leave. Wow. We're like, we'll rent it to somebody else. We'll tear it down. We don't know. We tried to buy the house just so these people would leave. So we'll like just tear it down to the ground. Once again, speaks to the, uh, the quality of homes in the Bangor area. Yeah. Either like, they're balling out of control or it's just like, yeah, whatever. 58 grand for this piece of shit. Fine. Yeah, exactly. Where it's like the property costs more than the fucking structures. Uh, so um, they got into another um, like property dispute. Where's the line, right? So the, the guy who's lived there for like 40 years goes, no, this is the property line. And he lays down wood chip. 
so he's got wood chips down, so he knows um, he laid down wood chips so he can get like equipment down, so they can like bring firewood and like get down to the creek and stuff behind their house. So the like the uh, their equipment isn't slipping. I guess wood chips are better for traction. It sounds stupid to me, but that was his logic, and also to divine the property line. So the next day he comes out, and the people had put spikes. They put in stakes on the other side of the wood chips. Jesus, going like fuck you, it ain't. <laughs> and this guy's like, oh, you got to be fucking kidding me. So now we've got a real Hatfield and McCoy situation going. It's escalating. Yeah, that's a it, bad move. Stakes. Yeah, like, like, no, this is our property line. And then the guy came out and he was like, hey, did you put those stakes out here? He's like, yeah, I'll do whatever the fuck I want on my property. If I want to put stakes, I'll put a fucking, I'll put in a beaver dam. He's talking about, like, obstructing the creek so that, you know, these people don't get it. So I'm, I'm like, oh, this is getting fucking wild. So... The logical, you know, the guy that's lived there for 40 years, this guy is like, well, I'm not going to just engage with clearly a, a mentally dangerous man. So he just called the city and had a surveyor sent out. <laughs> so the surveyor said um, he came out and he's like, no, he's right. This, the wood chips are the line. He did all the measurements and everything. So this other guy was like, fuck you. Um, I want a second opinion. <laughs> so they brought out a second surveyor. And he said basically the same thing. Like he gave him like six inches leeway, but he was like, you're still off by like eight feet. Your garage is in the, like half of your garage is on my property. Um, so that night they move out under the, under the cloak of, of nightfall. These people just slip out. They just abandon that, their house. They've been fighting these people for years. That's such house. a sketchy move. Yeah. That's what tweakers do when they like, Oh, their landlords some rent. And they're like, all right, yeah. I'm just going to disappear in the middle of the night. That's what fucking Joe Exotic did. He fucking just <laughs> grabbed a handful of cubs and peaced. So this fucking guy. So after like years of disputes with these people um, and then it escalating over the course of like three days, they finally the surveyors give their notice. Yes, this in fact is your property and now you can settle, settle it. Doesn't have to always go to court, but it, there is a civil suit if you want it there, you know, for, you know, his property is on your property, you know, the, his property being the structure on your, your physical land property. So, um, the neighbors just are like, ah, I'm over it and just dip. So like 6am the next day, people are saying they're peeking in the front windows and they're saying sporadic furniture, which I thought was a funny phrase. So these people just like, kind of just like picked up what they wanted. There's still like a, a vestibule in there somewhere or like a, a nightstand, but yeah, overall, they, like, there always is. That's part of moving out in the middle of the night. You're like, putting everything you really need in your shitty truck and leaving you're yeah, not like, you might get, bring you're like, not renting a u-haul or anything you're just exactly. like fuck it and that makes exactly. it even worse for the whoever owns a property because then they're like oh now i gotta clear your shit out yeah or like um you buy like a, at an auction and you're like oh but it's full of shit god damn it like uh it's one thing you have to replace like pissy cat carpet but now you gotta move like somebody else's couch that they had way too long Half a pool table leaning against the wall. You're only supposed to have like a mattress for like seven years or something like that. But no one does that. I had a mattress for like 14 years. Yeah. The one I slept on like as a kid, I think, I don't think, I think I had it until I moved out of the house. (laughs) Exactly. So um, let's see. Neighbors moved out immediately. Um, And then he came back in the next couple of days. The sketchy dude who was proven wrong in this whole dispute. Uh, Let's call him Mr. Hatfield. Uh, he asked if he can come return to the garage because it's now declared that it's on this guy's property. He asked if he can go back to the garage and get his father's ashes that he had uh, stored in there. So they said, yeah, please come take everything out of it. Um, so they give him the green light. And um, by the way, the guy in this, this who's being pragmatic in this whole situation, that's just kind of being nice and just using, you know, just handling the whole thing like an adult. He, he works in the construction field, which will become... Uh, pertinent so he's just at home that day and he's like yeah i'll be home tomorrow swing by anytime and just grab whatever you want out of the garage clean the whole thing out i don't care it's i mean it's your stuff i'm not a bad guy come get your shit um so the guy shows up and just starts wrecking the place he just starts fucking busting out the windows tearing down support beams of the garage yeah yeah he said he just wanted to come get his dad's ashes yeah i was thinking he was gonna set it on fire yeah, so, like, that's where I thought it was heading. <laughs> so he's he just starts wrecking stuff. Um, 
starts there. I guess there's a bunch of furniture in there, and he just starts throwing it into the guy's uh, driveway, going like, Jesus. "Oh, oh, this is all your shit." And then fucking, oh, oh, it's on your property. It's yours now. I guess. Oh, just because it's on your property, I guess everything's yours. Here, have this fucking dresser. Just doing one of those. <laughs> um. Yeah, so he's like angry girlfriend throwing stuff out the window. Exactly. Precisely. Um, He inherited this fucking property from his dad. Um, Immediately, like, turned it into a fucking standoff from where the property line is. And then over the course of, like, the powder keg was three days of fighting over the property line to rushing out of town in the middle of the night. (laughs) And then he was like probably at some like shitty motel somewhere. And he was like, I'm going to say I got to go get my ashes. I'm going to go fuck that thing up. So he can't use that garage. So um, Braun is the the uh, logical adult in this whole situation. Last name Braun uh, decides to cut the garage in half. He's like, I'm only concerned with what's on my property. <laughs> <laughs> so he just cuts the garage straight down the middle straight through the garage door literally 50% of the garage straight down long ways just cuts it off and he's like now I'm fine I'm fine now <laughs> I just I'm only I'm a I'm a he's like I this whole time he's just having like a um one of those like uh like th- I get them rarely but like every now and then it's just like a sanity check like do we not live in a society like I tried to do this the right it's like falling down like yeah, yeah. He eventually did. It's like I tried and I tried and I tried. And I did it the right way. I did what I was supposed to do, and I got fucked in the ass. So here's what now I'm, I'm just do. taking exactly what's mine, technically, in yeah. a petty way, but much deserved. You know, like he, this guy's not out of line at this point. It's like, fuck. You should have like, you should have just sat on your property line with a gun and shot him because he was technically coming on your property. Yeah. Um, but like I said, this guy was being an adult about it. He was like, gave this guy like 20 chances and he's still just being a dick. And he's like, come on, dude. Like, what the fuck? So he literally just, he cut the garage in half, put up a big ass fence, like a 12 foot tall wooden fence and just did one of these moves where he dusts his hands off and just went back inside and drank like a lemonade. And that's the whole story. All right. So. That's off to uh, you, buddy. Sorry you had to deal with that. Yeah, cooler heads shitty, prevail. It's their shitty kids. They got this house for free. It's not like they're fighting over anything they paid for, you know. Well, also, I think it was like a like a quarter acre lot, which is like, if you're going to live in Maine, have some property, bro. Like, what's the point of being like in the forest if you're not going to, if you're going to have like a neighbor who you can like throw a tennis ball at their house? Yeah, I just assume every property is on like 15 acres minimum. Like near a lake or something? But, uh, yeah, that was it. it had, the lesson is cooler heads prevail. This guy didn't want to do it to his old buddy's kids, but they weren't, they were doing the opposite of loaning a leaf blower. So you got to do what you got to do. You sometimes, I mean, in the adult world, you just got to cut a garage in half. Yeah. Enjoy your peace and quiet, buddy. It's a lesson for the children out there. What do you got? I got a hats off. Woo! Hats off to you, sir. Might might upset some people, I imagine. I think it's fucking hilarious. It's really it's a dig at the United States. So uh, oh, you better watch your fucking mouth, dude. Logically, you would think that it'd be a gloves off, but I guess I just appreciate. I like imagining these guys talking and everything going down. But in uh, Venice, you know, they got hit hard. That's a huge tourist part of the world. Yeah, and wait, Venice, they, California. Both, really. But yeah, I'm going with the other Venice, the one near up near Fresno. Okay. The one who created the canals. I mean, they're so inspirational that like, there are multiple areas in California and Florida like named, given an Italian name and being like, yeah, we tried to make canals in romantic boats. Uh, the canals in, in Venice, they're in Long Beach, they're in Florida. Well, they, but they, also, they anglicize them. So like... Uh, like Venice in Italian is like Venezia or something, you know what I mean? But they Americanize it or you know, like anglicize it for English, and it's like Venice, and you're like, that doesn't have quite a, <laughs> doesn't have quite the same ring to it. Yeah, and they have canals, but it's mostly just like homeless people walking on glass and uh, people get <laughs> being people being buffed with weird tattoos. Yeah, the one in Long Beach, it does not look anything like Italy. They're just like 
just looks like a marina. But uh, in the real Venice, <laughs> in the yeah. real Venice, they had to make a change to the gondola rides because uh, over over the last ten years, American tourists they've noticed have gotten really fat, and it's causing them to take on water, and it's hard for them to even steer in the canal. So the gondola committee got together, and you can't have six people on a gondola anymore. You got to have five. And basically, they're like, "Hey, we're thinking about bringing out scales." But we thought that was a little rude, so we're just we're just having five people. Yeah, but I always like liked Italians because they're like the pushiness is part of their charm. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. It's like a guy in a goo in a striped shirt and a fucking goofy hat with a red scarf paddling you around. They can, they get to call the shots. Why not? I know he. It looks like his hat's on sideways, but when you put it on straight, it doesn't look right either. Yeah, it's like how is this not falling off into the canal? He's got the big red scarf, and they do that thing where they have to, like, uh, like they know when to duck, so they're, like, giving the tour and everything, and just mid-sentence, they duck without looking. Yeah, well, it's one of those things, too. I was reading about how you even get a job. Like, they have, they have like, a hundred and something gondoliers, and then they have, like, 200 backups, and it's, like, a strict process to get the job, but if your dad was one, you can just, he can just pass it to you, so. Oh, it's, it's, like, like um, pa- being a cabbie and a cabbie in London where you have to memorize like the entire street in case your map doesn't work or whatever. Yeah. They're serious about it. So we're fat. <laughs> they, they took us down and yeah, I get it. Someone said it's like a, it, one guy was like, eventually it was like bombs being loaded onto our boat. Bombs. Yeah. What a shitty going, comparison. I'd rather be called an forward, elephant. Going. Yeah. They, they were a little blunt. It was like bombs, and then someone said, going forward with over a half ton of meat is dangerous. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, they just called us meat. I mean, now I'm confused. Like, do they have, like, pussy elevators over there, too? Maybe. They're probably old, super old elevators. But I'm just concerned, like, as an American, I mean, I'm in a reasonable size. I think I'm actually right in my target body mass index numbers, but... But like, if I go there with my family, are are we? Uh, do you subtract one or two from the max occupancy numbers? Yeah, I don't know because they do that on airplanes too. Like, if you ever fly in a small plane, they'll be like, "How much you weigh? All right, you got to sit here, you got to sit there," because they got to balance the plane out. Yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah if there's anyone weird. really large in your family, maybe don't go to Venice with them. What? What if? I mean, Venice opens back up entirely post-COVID, and a bunch of Americans go there, and then the whole fucking city sinks. Oh, that'd be cool. Isn't the city floating? Yeah. It's like it's, pillars? Yeah, dude, I don't know. But when I've been there and just approaching it, it's like, how does this exist? Like it all, It's like out of a fairy book, you know? Yeah, yeah, the, a fa- the famous fairy books. Yeah, it's out of a fairy book, fairy tale book. <laughs> I like fairy book, man. But, uh, uh, yeah, and the water's just disgusting, and there are dead rats everywhere. Um, oh, I would imagine. I, I guess the water cleared up a lot since, during COVID, which probably was cool for the locals. You know, it's like their version of not having traffic. Also, it's like a legendary, like, like it's not supposed to be, like, beautiful. Like, it's there as, like, a trading outpost. Like, it's, it's like... It's basically like the like the Roman Empire's port of Long Beach. You know what I mean? Where it's like there's just oil in the water and you don't Yeah, want to just a that. hell of a lot older and Yeah. So I mean they weren't they weren't I I mean dumping fossil fuels, but I'm sure it wasn't a great place to like smell to inhale through your nose for most of history. Yeah, you're not taking a dip in the canals when uh, when it's hot outside. <laughs> but this this happened in Greece, I guess, too, a couple years ago. There's this island um island of santorini they uh have a big tourist thing to do is to ride these donkeys around and they had to quit letting fat they had to stop letting fat people ride the donkeys because this donkeys were getting spinal injuries oh yikes jesus yeah but also we're talking about italians they're notoriously the smallest of the europeans yeah and then we show up and we're just monsters where's your pizza i want to ride your boat well, yeah, well, because most of most like traditional like white Americans are all Germanic, whether you're you're English, which is English, which is Germanic or you're um, German or Scandinavian. That was like all the initial or like Irish. Those are all big, hearty people. You know what I mean? So it's not un- unreasonable to get like a nice six two. 
But like Italians are on the opposite end of that spectrum. I would say like even smaller than Greeks. You know what I mean? And you, I'm not saying you're not going to find a, a, a tall eye tie every now and then. But for the most part, you're dealing with these guys that fit in like th- that fucking that stupid black and white striped shirt that like wouldn't fit my girlfriend. <laughs> and those are the ones who are going to those are the ones who are come steal your girl because of like their weird little attitude. But like. Like Joe Pesci is a scary guy to Italians. You know what I mean? He's 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 four foot seven. Yeah, yeah. He's he's not. <laughs> I think yeah. Tony Soprano, fucking James Gandolfini, is the the largest Italian to ever exist at five foot eleven. Yeah, he seems pretty enormous compared to everyone else. Yeah, and that's why they're paddling around on these tiny boats. That's why the canals are so small. Can't ride a little boat in there. Well, yeah, you know that's what that is. That's what that is. Like. Even in LA, you'll see these houses with like old tiny garages or like tiny front doors. But if you go back to like New England and like any of the historical, you know, like Charlestown or, you know, um, fucking John Adams house and stuff where like they've preserved these houses from the 1700s and the doorways are like literally half the size of doorways today because people were just smaller. But if you go back to Italy, people are even smaller. So like Italy is like the the Boston of <laughs> of, the, of Western civilization. Yeah, even my, dude, my apartment's built in like the twenties, and the counters are a lot shorter than I'm used to. The uh, the toilet's smaller. It's like that was mm-hmm. wasn't even that long ago. That was like a hundred years ago. If there's one thing I can appreciate, it's a big oval toilet, not a round, not a circular toilet. I want a I want a short but long toilet. All right, mine's circular. He, I don't like my toilet. I just I don't want to have to hold my wiener. I don't want it to hit the front of the bowl, of the inside of the bowl. That's where I am. It's unfortunate. I don't like it one bit. Not only will it hit the inside of the bowl, but uh, it's like so short. Sometimes pee will come out the side. Oh, it comes out between the bowl and the seat. Yeah, exactly. Which has uh, never happened to me. You know, it's, until you, this I'll, place. I'll even I'll sit on my toilet and uh, then I. And then I'm feeling comfy. I tuck my wiener down. I'm I'm pooping and peeing, right? And then I go throw the squatty potty underneath my feet. My knees go up. My Boom. hip, my hips rotate. My wiener's now fucking. I'm peeing on the towels. It's a whole mess. Gloves off to tiny toilets. Gloves off to tiny toilets. Gloves right, off to tiny people. And hats off to the brave men and women of America who who brave. Uh, that um, I don't know the terrible attitudes of the Italian people who complain. Sorry, so, your your city's not a shipping port anymore. If fat Americans didn't go there, you guys would have to close up shop. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, there's really nothing else going on. Who else is going? Like French people aren't enamored with your shitty Guido culture. It's fucking. It's moms from Minnesota, and if if you don't let that fat bitch on your gondola, fucking put a for sale sign on the goddamn city. You ungrateful bastards. Oh, hats off or gloves off to Mitch from Mitch. He is not liking the Italians right now. <laughs> and, and, uh, and a hats off to Spencer for calling them Italians. Yeah. That's another thing. I'll say however I want. Yeah. Because you don't say, I mean, they don't say it that way over there. It's Italiano. 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 So if I say Italian, that's, that's, that's just as far off as if I say Italian. Yeah, I'm not trying to uh, fucking... Take take over their culture. You know, I'm not trying to appropriate anybody. I'm saying it like a white boy. Guacamole. I tell you. I'd like a guacamole taco. Um shoot. Um uh, oh, this is a good one. Hats off. Hats off to you, sir. Oh, so this is a fucking great one. Um so there was this lady from uh, Latvia originally by way of Ireland. She'd been living in Ireland for five years with her partner, which well, she just said partner and didn't say man or woman. So I'm already on this lady's side. Just a little bit of ambiguity getting tossed around. Yeah, um, we'll but, I'll assume away. But also she suffered from depression, which I'm already like, hey, lady, you're you were born in Latvia and you get to live in Ireland. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? That's like, Ireland can I mean, be dreary. it's not like you're not like Dikembe Mutombo, you know, where you're going from like the African bush to being like an American celebrity. You know what I mean? It's not that big of a jump. But like, I imagine Latvia 
to Ireland is like a, a nice moderate jump. You know what I mean? It's like it's like moving from uh, from like Kansas to L.A. Yeah, I'm thinking where this is coming from. I think Ireland is kind of like Seattle, you know, where it just rains yeah. a lot. It's yeah. overcast a lot. So you'll get that you'll get that depression six months out of the year you're not in you're not in london you're not in uh you know new york or you know one of these international cities you're not in toronto but ireland's definitely a step up oh yeah no doubt about it beautiful great people not not to disparage uh latvia but i mean i don't think any former soviet states are doing very well right now I mean, they're doing better than they have, but none of them are like bustling metropolises. I mean, the, I think the last uh, Baltic nation we spotlighted was that uh, that online neo-Nazi group that was being fronted by a 14-year-old Estonian boy. <laughs> so these are the things they're making the news for. Um, I think they're both they're both potato people, which is kind of a nice transition. My point is, there's a I, really I, sad possible <laughs> lesbian in Ireland. Exactly. This, she's she's just blue. She's just blue in a green country. And uh, so she went with her sister. She visited India, Kampur, Kampur or something, India, um, to do um, to an to visit an Ayurvedic Ayurvedic center, which I looked up, and it's basically. I mean, I have it here. I don't want to describe to get that. It basically, it's like they, it's like a uh, a therapy, you know, probably on par with like hot cups or like that Mr. Miyagi fire massage thing. But uh, they basically believe in the four elements, wind, earth, fire, and water to heal you. Um, and they do different treatments with like, um, like your breathing. They do like a blood flow, heart function, um, a lot of cleanses which is always a racket, you know? I never trust a cleanse. Yeah, it seems it seems strange. They have that thing, it's like a like a bath where you put your feet in and then the water turns black cuz all the toxins are leaving your feet and I'm like, I I'll buy that for a dollar. Yeah, so, what's what's in the water? It's a I mean, they make color change in Kool-Aid, so we can change <laughs> yeah, some, exactly. We can change some bath water black, no problem. Yeah, I, I don't know about you guys, but I grew up in an era where we had green ketchup and purple mustard in our grocery <laughs> store. So I'm not buying any <laughs> any magic foot water that demons are coming out of me or something. So she goes to visit this Ayurvedic center. Um, and then she did what you never do. You never do. She left the reservation. She wanted to go see the beach. And I don't care if you're in India or Mexico or Jamaica. If you're not, if you're actually, if you're in, in the, as far as the hierarchy goes, if you're, Anywhere less than Ireland, <laughs> don't, <laughs> don't leave the fucking don't don't go check out the beach. Yeah, that's usually how you get murdered. Did she go alone? Yes, she went alone oh. to go check out the beach. Which you first never all, go alone. You do not to go alone. I am sure there are lovely beaches in India. I've never seen them. I mean, I've I've consumed a lot of media from India. I've, I've Sri Lanka seems amazing. Fiji, you know, I'm not saying that part of the world is completely wrecked, but um, I've never seen clean water in India, clean public water. Um, I think actually the last piece of water I saw was from like a famous like ship graveyard. It's where all the world sends its like cruise liners and like military vessels when they're no longer operable. They just park them at this fucking this beach in India. And it's yeah, just, that's not a good sign. They get all the diarrhea jokes, you know, like yeah, exactly. So also, so this lady already not going to see a great beach, probably, but she she's a Latvian woman who lived in Ireland, who went to India for a depression, ended up getting drugged, raped and murdered by getting her head cut off. Yeah, dude, because at the very least, when scary fucking drugging murderers show up in a foreign country, they see even if you just bring one other girlfriend, they're still at least making the decision like, well, there are two of them now. Yes. One of them might get away when it's just one. It's, it's no, it's a no brainer for these people. I can't hold down one and the other one's scratching me or the other one might get help. You never know. 
But they see just one white lady looking for. She's like, "Excuse me, come on, stop." She's using the wrong language. Trying to talk to Indian people. <laughs> um, where do you find? I'm looking for the beach. She's just doing a racist accent. <laughs> Hello, how are you? I am looking for the beach. I'm gonna kill this bitch. <laughs> yeah. What if she was just being a dick, and that's why they killed her? Um, but anyway, she never found the beach. These guys are like, "Yeah, the beach is this way," and they drugged her. Um, raped her and apparently she fought back so they killed her and then uh, they they nobody knew she was missing until they found her body and then they went and checked at this this healing center and they're like oh yeah she went missing last week and the body was just so decomposed but luckily in the article they were like oh thankfully we were able to determine that she died of getting her head cut off which is like they didn't <laughs> kill her first she died of getting head cut off whatever that all that kills you like 94% of the time, dude. Yeah. It's pretty foolproof. When you chop the whole head off, you've got very little chance. Which is down. It used to be 96%. So it seems like we're getting better. But, um, you know, that's just medical progress. It just happens. So um, the funniest part of this, was, though, I thought, was the cops found the guys within like an hour <laughs> once they found the body. So basically in the article, they were like, they were like, oh, yeah. The, the, like the, the investigating cop was like, fucking gary this is his calling card <laughs> they just knew the exact guy and they just like went to his house and there was the two two dudes they were looking for and it says in the article that they knew it was these guys because they're known in the area for doing this to men and women <laughs> what <laughs> is their like, arrest system like are they just gonna yeah. let them out in a week like let them sleep it off like they're drunk in a park or something that's what I'm saying. Like, what is rape? Like, that's so funny. Like, India, you hear about, like, I mean, bus rapes and, you know, they're, they, I mean, they're, granted, they, they have a weird social system going on right now because they don't have, like, they just got rid of the caste system, like, in the 70s and 80s. They slowly, like, weaned it out. So, like, they have a thing called Romeo dialing, which is hilarious, where dudes just, they have no idea how to, like, date or talk to girls. So they just dial random numbers until a girl picks up. They're like, hello, are you a woman? <laughs> you want to come you over? Watch can TV. I suck? Can I suck your titties, bitch? Bitch, let me suck your titties. Um, so yeah, that's the level of game they're dealing with. So they they have a lot of sexual assaults. Um, but it's so hilarious to me that these guys, are like, it is just like a slap on the wrist over there. You know what I mean? Like they're like, um, I mean, there's bigger disputes going on in Maine for fucking for a shed than these guys. For it's like, oh yeah, we knew who it was. This is kind of what they do. I'm like, then put them in a jail. <laughs> they need to go bye bye forever. Nah, dude, I can't rape this week. It's like an eighty dollar ticket. And I just don't have that right now. <laughs> Maybe the next paycheck I'll go out raping. It's like me. They literally put as much thought into rape as like when I thought I would like when I lived at Marty's and I'd be like, do I have to move my car? Like, fuck. Oh man, it's it's gonna be thirty three dollars, but then it's sixty six because my mail doesn't come here sometimes. Is it worth sixty six dollars not getting up right now? Yeah, they're like, but, I got to go buy a stamp to pay the fine. You know, they they don't have you got to pay in person. Oh, yeah, yeah if, if, I mean, if I rape today, if I don't have the cash, I'm gonna have to go down to the courthouse and I'll be in line all day. You know how it is. Um. So yeah, God bless justice, but also, hey, India, do something about rape, you fucking psychos. And they're raping men out here, too. That was the best part. It's like, this wasn't even, these guys just want to put their dick in something. It's like, give them a fucking goat. Give them something. But I don't know, maybe goats are holy there, too. You never know. Yeah, well, there's no gender if their head's cut off. That's kind of like the unwritten rule of rape murder. <laughs> that is true. Um, they can just pretend they cut the titties off. Yeah, I cut off your boobs and your head. You are not a man. I c well, I guess, yeah, they can do like how uh, Iran treats its gay people. You're like, nope, we cut off his penis. He's a lady now. <laughs> hey, what do you mean? We don't have any gays. We cut their dicks off and now they're, they're all women. Um, all right, so that's it. Yeah, uh, gloves off, off. India. Gloves off for sure. For sure, I got a. This just happened right before the podcast. I got some things like in my apartment that I needed to call the landlord about maintenance stuff. Like uh, my fucking like uh, the cupboard just fell off the wall at my apartment. Like 
hint the metal on the hinges broke into and uh so i called about that a few random things and one of them was like the seal on the fridge had come off so i was like yeah while you're here just uh you know put the seal back on so my fridge doesn't stay open and the guy just like leans down looks at it it's like yeah also it was weird because i called with a handful of things and this guy only came for that for two things you know it's like what he can't put a cupboard on too I like, mean, how, literally, a hinge is a dollar, especially yeah. like a like a kitchen cabinet hinge. Super easy, but I guess this guy's not qualified. But not, but not easy for the super. Yeah, this guy's not qualified for it. He's only good for uh, fixing seals. But he just looks at it and it's like, okay, it's fixed. And I go over. It's like, no, dude, there's no way you fix it. I just saw you walk over there. Nothing got fixed. And yeah. He goes, yeah, the thing is, you know, sometimes when, like, uh, stuff is in the door, it's kind of, you know, so the door won't close, like, suggesting oh. that my milk gallon is in the way. <laughs> did you <laughs> leave like, the did... door open? No, we did not leave the fucking door open. <laughs> and he, like, has his tool bag and is, like, halfway out the door where I'm like, no, 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 no. What? You can't, uh, I didn't, I didn't call you guys so you could reorganize my fridge. I just need this... <laughs> Uh, I don't, I don't like lead the lifestyle yet where I have a fridge designer. (laughs) First I have somebody come do my closet. Then I have somebody come tell me where to put the milk. It's like, I know how to shut a fridge, just fix it. Yeah. And he's still like, no, that's it. That's it. And then I just like grab the seal and pull it slightly. And it's like all coming off. And he's like, oh, let me go to my truck. And it's like, God damn it. You fucking psycho. Oh, that's the best of you call him for a laundry list of things. And he just comes prepared to do one of them. It's like, so you got my message and you chose to ignore most of it. Even when I called a guy answered and he stopped me because I had a, he goes, there's no much, there's not any more room on the memo part of this piece of paper. Like he had reached the limit of the paper, so he couldn't get another one. (laughs) To let me finish what was wrong th- that I needed to fix with the apartment. Bro, right on the back. <laughs> I don't know. Like, is this for your records? I'm assuming you're not keeping, like, strict detailed files on all the tenants if this is the kind of handyman work you do. Yeah, he's, he goes, is there more? I said, yeah, there's more. He's like, ooh, I'm out of room on the paper. <laughs> so grab another piece of paper. Yeah, so I had a guy come over to... Sorry, I can't fix your stuff. The, the pen's out, and he's shaking it, doing this, like, <laughs> circles on him. Yeah, it's not working, so... I, I guess got you're just going to have to live with a with a leaky oven. The pencil is just a... Uh, you know, I don't have a sh- sharpener. That's, but, so... <laughs> yeah, this guy wanted more than anything to just not fix anything. So I guess I got one thing fixed. I have, like, six more, so... I'm going to have to wait. And they gave me, like, the cable company hours where they're, like, between 1 and 7. It's like, what are you? I have your cell phone number. Just text me. That's the thing. It's like, I don't know. Like, if I can have Chipotle here in 30 minutes and weed here in 20 minutes, I think the guy who lives downstairs can make it up here in a reasonable hour. (laughs) Fucking psycho. If it was like that guy, my last apartment, I had the, the guy who was would come fix up lived in the building right across, and I would just, I just knocked on his door. I'm like, "Yo, dude, there are rats in the apartment." He's like, "What rats? No way! Like how crazy it is!" And then he just goes, "Let me grab the traps," and just closes the door and hands me traps. It's like clearly you're aware of the rat problem. Oh my god, you have traps in your apartment. That's like I just can't live in Hollywood anymore. I mean, it's literally night and day. Like just going. Just passing Universal Studios, it is night and day dealing with landlords. Because uh, it's it's the same as dealing with restaurants. Where Hollywood, there's just such a turnover, they don't give a fuck about like locals. You know what I mean? So there's no like... Uh, it's like, if so, your, your place could be a total shithole, and he doesn't fix the fridge. And like it blows up, and you decide to move out. Somebody's going to rent it tomorrow. Yeah, and they'll let you know someone blew up in there. But yeah, because he came to... My stove is, for whatever reason, always hot at all times. So I'm like, oh, is the stove still on a little bit, even though it says off? Mm-hmm. 
I don't want to fucking. It makes my, my stove does that too. It's like, it's like it's a stove from the '80s where it's like another like cheap move, but it ends up paying off because it's like, oh, you've just been repairing it for 80 years. So until it leaks and actually kills me, I guess it's fine because it's a sturdier stove. But it's got like a two-inch pilot light on both sides, so it's just it, I, I haven't used this stove in two days and it's still hot to the touch. Yeah, it's it's super annoying because he's like, yeah, that's just kind of how these stoves are. It's like. I've had stoves from the 50s before, and they turn off just fine. Like, I've never had this situation before. And now you just got to deal with the hot, heats up the apartment, worried you got to pay more. And anyway, yeah, but they don't give a shit in Hollywood. That's for damn sure. I literally, fact, like, I remember, I'm pretty like, sure the last tenant did die in my apartment. The, the last place I lived in Hollywood that wasn't the back of a seedy comedy club was, a. Uh, I remember trying to put a nail in the wall and it, I literally just broke off like 14 layers of paint where they just kept repainting so much that it was literally like a quarter inch of just layers of paint. And then you, and they just do it over the moldings and like on the corners of like the heater and everything. So yeah, just, that's how, that's how they do it everywhere. I feel like I've ever lived. Um, yes. Yeah, I mean, until I moved up to the Valley and I had a, an actual landlord and he's just like no this is how you actually do it oh there was a hole in the wall oh the, like the cabinet fell it was just a guy who owned like three buildings and he just he did everything himself like that was his job he's like i have three buildings i take care of them that's he makes a fucking solid income but it was just weird to actually just like deal with somebody who gave a shit i'm like he's like oh yeah i'll be there in like uh, I don't know. I'm doing something right now, but I'll be there in like two hours. And I was like, yeah, I'll just leave. I'm going to be gone, but I'll leave the door open. He's like, perfect. Anything else? I'm like, no, just the cabinet. And he even fixed my mistakes, which was great. Cause I like tried to like mount like little L brackets to hold up this sh shelf that held the pots and pans, like in one of those weird corners, you know, yeah, like uh, yeah. corner cabinets where the door itself is like eight inches wide. But it's super deep and goes back the whole way. Where it's like you fit tons of shit in there, but the the doorway's so small. So I was just trying to fit L brackets in there. And I just like drilled like you know twenty too many pilot holes. And he's like, ah, by the way, I patched those up too. And didn't charge me or nothing. It was great. All right, good man. Go to, move, live in the valley. Stay the hell out of Hollywood. Yes, uh, please, everybody, stay the hell out of Hollywood. Actually, you know what? Go to Hollywood. Not all it's chopped up to be, and then go back home to Missouri. Yeah, uh, that's the goal. Stay out of California. Stay out of California, period. Um, all right, so gloves off to your uh, landlord. Yeah, that's it. No, fuck them. In fact, fuck most landlords. Yeah, they're that's pretty well known for being sleazy. Yeah, I mean... And is that that big of a deal? Like, I just praised my previous landlord because he actually, like, did what was in his job description. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I mean, but everyone wants to be a landlord because it's like, yeah, buy property. That's how you'll always make money. Well, because they see it as passive income. It's like, oh, see, you just own the property. And then it just like, you know, people pay rent. And it's this and that. It's like, but you have to have a handyman on duty. You got to have, like, some type of fail safe. You know what I mean? Like you gotta yeah. have you gotta have the seal for the fridge in in your truck. You can't get that call and then have to go to Home Depot. You know what I mean? You know what fridges are in your units. You know what stoves are in your units. If you replace one stove, slowly start replacing all of them because you're gonna get that same problem in every unit. You know? Yeah, the water heater is gonna bust. The one next door is gonna bust. I just realized I've been living in this place for eight months now, and I just realized I have no idea where the water heater is. Well, you can go on a little adventure around your building. Yeah, I mean, I have to be sharing it with other units. I've never ran out of hot water. It's great pressure. All right. Well, what do you got next? All right. We'll uh, solve that mystery next episode. Yeah, I'll do a little uh, recon around the building, and uh, I'll report back. Um, maybe I'll call the water company. That's always fun. EWP. Um, so, uh, gloves off. So, um, I don't even know. Gloves off to hummus. Okay. And people that make hummus. Gloves off to Whole Foods. Gloves off to Sabra. 
the famous hummus company. Yeah, I've uh, never. Uh, yeah, I've had Sabra. I like hummus, so I'm down with hummus. Love hummus. Love hummus. Um, and gloves off to whoever wrote this article. I'll actually find it. Um, gloves, 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 gloves. Some someone fucked up. Somebody screwed up down the line. Okay, so this whole article was saying. Okay, basically, the title was trace amounts of weed killer found in most non-organic hummuses. Makes sense. I that doesn't surprise me whatsoever. But I'm like trace amounts. Like all vegetables have tra- all organic, all non-GMO. You know, all GMO produce most of the stuff in grocery stores it all has trace amounts but then the first like paragraph of the article was like (laughs) yeah it's like defined trace amounts and then it said it was 80 times that so like these aren't there's no longer trace amounts these are now amounts (laughs) a small amount i don't know what to say these are now (laughs) moderate amounts moderate amount could be used maybe unreasonable i don't know how you're gonna put it but it's no longer trace it is, it is now an amount. So, um, basically, there's a, I mean, and I feel had personally, because me and my girlfriend were just going, I went to the grocery store yesterday, and she, I was like, all right, I'm making my list, uh, what do you want me to add to it? And she's, her normal stuff, kale, carrots, the funnies, you know, some smoothie stuff, yada, yada. And she's like, oh, can you get some hummus? And I was like, okay, but if I get the hummus, you got to eat the hummus. All right. I mean, I've bought hummus and it's my fault too. I'm not eating it, but I've thrown away hummus is five, six dollars a tub, a little container. And I'm throwing away at least half of it, sometimes two thirds of hummus, because once you open it, you got a few days to eat it. Yeah, that's like the that's what dads always yell at you about when you're a kid. Which I don't mind. It's one thing where it's like I don't mind like like two thirds of the hummus going bad is like six apples going bad. You know what I mean? Seven. It's like 12 bananas going bad. You know what I mean? It's just such like an insane, like I don't mind throwing about getting like a bunch of six bananas and having to throw out the last two. Cause I didn't get to them in time. You know what I mean? Or like freezing them. There's, there's steps I can take steps that can be taken. Banana steps to be taken. You got to eat over half. You got to eat over half, but still I think bananas are like 19 cents a piece. But anyway, I'm like, all right, are you gonna? She's like, you know what? Actually, don't get the hummus. I have enough snacks. I probably won't get to it. And I was like, okay, perfect. I'm not throwing away the hummus. And then while I'm in the store, I'm couponing, dude. I'm using the app. I'm working my way through Smart and Fido, and I'm actually down like eight dollars. So I'm like, you know what? I'll get the fucking hummus. I'll surprise my lady. This will be great. Ah, uh-huh, little hummus treat. Little hummus treat, bro. We got a. Uh, we got wheat thins at home. I don't have to get pita and or like even like maybe some pita bread. I don't, I don't have to get none of that. We got wheat thins at home. I just got to grab the hummus. I'm on top. I get home and I see this fucking article that hummus is infected with amounts of goddamn weed killer. And, and I'm assuming th- you got the Sabra. No, I got fucking Smart and Final brand, but I guarantee a fucking Whole Foods brand and Sabra has it. Then First Street Smart and Final brand yeah, definitely for sure. has it. Yeah, definitely. Amongst First other Street things, has chemicals in it. We know that. That's okay. First Street, First Street has like, I mean, the the produce is cheaper, but I rinse it extra. Let's just say that 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 Chipotle lettuce that had like Mexican guys poop on it that came from fucking Smart and Final, most likely. <laughs> For some reason, it's got the... I mean, I know mushrooms come from the ground and potatoes come from the ground, but for some reason, these items are dirtier from Smart and Final, which I'm not knocking Smart and Final. Any fan of the show will know I'm a a strict Smart and Final act. Yeah, and Smart and Final sells a lot of, like, the Mexican food, food truck stuff. You know, it's not... Yeah, and they're getting... Yeah, also, at at all produce, it's like uh, jalapenos, eight cents a piece, or, like, nine dollars a pound. And it's like... Mixed to literally everything, it's like, or you can get it by the pound. <laughs> um, but I'm a, I'm a big smart and final guy. I'm not knocking them, but I just know they're, if, if these other name brand hummuses have it, you know what I mean? Like if I go, if I get a pair of Nikes and they don't have arch support, Skechers aren't going to have better arch support. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. You're getting chemicals. So now, now you're worried about your hummus. Now or I'm worried about my hummus. Your girlfriend's going to drop dead uh, anyway. through the whole, the great hummus debacle of 2020. Probably the most dramatic thing that's happened to America this year. And and then 
I get home and see that I'm probably ingesting fucking weed killer and not just weed killer roundup by Bayer, which is funny. The people who make aspirin also make weed killer. Just hilarious to me. Yeah. Well, at least you got brand name fertilizer. You didn't get first street. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Yeah. If if I'm getting first street, it's, uh, I'm getting store brand hummus, but it still comes with name brand fertilizer in it. (laughs) Fucking scumbags. So, um, and the whole first hard part of the article was like saying it like, and we spoke to reps at such and such, and they said this particular weed killer isn't um, uh, harmful to humans. And they're allowed to say that because I, I found another article saying um, there was a uh, Bayer just paid $10 billion in settlements regarding their Roundup spray. So they're allowed to say it, it's not harmful to humans conclusively because they didn't do the studies. Because all the people that got cancer from it settled out of court. So they're not allowed to like legally say. So it's like, oh, you sons of bitches. It's a sick loophole. And it, I don't know. Whole Foods brand was the first. Had the highest content of this shit. Which is like, hey, Whole Foods. Like, I would be livid if I was a Whole Foods guy. And I got fucking Roundup from their home. It's like, why am I shopping here? Well, why am I, I mean, $3 more for Cheerios? Whole Foods is owned by Amazon now, so, I mean, yeah, spread the roundup. Yeah, it, it all went downhill with Amazon, but they, um, Sabra's the third. Sabra is the hummus brand. That's the one you're going to find everywhere, That you know what I mean? Yeah, in a, in a regular grocery store, yeah, Sabra. Every grocery one. store, that's what they have in 7-Elevens. Sabra makes the little packs where it comes with a small amount of hummus and, like, pretzels and an olive or something. Yeah, you can get on an airplane. Yeah, Sabra's where it's at. Sabra's number one. Unless you're boycotting Israel, which apparently that's also a big thing I found in my research. Sabra's Israeli. And um, I'm not supporting them there, but I did get a soda stream. So apparently that's also a big deal. People are like, uh, if if you stand for Palestine, don't buy Sabra or get a soda stream. So it's like... (laughs) I can't have fucking sparkly water. Who else makes one of these? Uh, no <laughs> more tonic water? Yeah, I'm not buying a fucking knockoff soda stream. Yeah, <laughs> what do you think I am? Like, I can support Palestine and like fizzy drinks. Like, don't put me in a fucking corner. I'll end up supporting <laughs> war criminal Israel. Uh, but my whole thing is, like, can you just not give me cancer? Is that where we're at? <coughs> hey, company. Especially like food companies, you have like what, just nourish me, and it's it's one thing where it's like okay McDonald's or you know any fast food versus like cooking at home. You know what I mean? There's a a spectrum of these types of things, and there's a metrics that can be placed. And a certain part is like uh, just free will. It is your choice. You know what I mean? Well, don't you want me alive eating your hummus for t- ten extra years? That's the thing. The pharmaceutical industry seems to get it. They want to. They don't want to cure me. They just want to treat me. That's good business. It's evil, but it's good business. Keep but me f- alive, eating your hospital food. I swear to God. I when I'm at home. And now that I'm seeing Roundup, Bayer makes Roundup weed spray and aspirin. It's like, oh. And granted, oh, Bayer also is famous for, I think they were called like 250 million or what was it 250,000 bottles of aspirin? Um, they had to recall them from the market in the United States because they were tainted with HIV. How the fuck does that happen? How do you get HIV in fucking in fucking headache pills? I but, think the same way that guy stole the corona and and and, and is going to spread it around. The bat lab. So they um, so they had to a quarter million bottles of aspirin. They had to withdraw from the or a recall from the American market. And they just turned around and sold it in European markets where they have like less laws regarding that kind of stuff. <laughs> and they just gave a bunch of people fucking AIDS. And it's like, these are the people you're trusting, but they already have their hand in. they literally make pharmaceuticals and the stuff that gives you cancer. So they're already a one-stop shop. They're like, yeah, they're working on all food. angles. 10 years later, you got to come to us for the cure. Um, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they also make the fucking chemo machines and shit. But that's, is it too much to ask? Can you just not give me cancer? Please? Just, just, hey, be a bro. 
don't give me cancer. Is that so much to ask? I think it is because they're doing it and they clearly have a pretty awesome plan in place. Giving you the cancer, then helping with the cancer. I mean, that's. Well, the most frustrating part is all of this happens because of like lobbyists and like bribes. But like. I went down this road because I found out like contract killers get paid like $500. Like Hitman and the Mafia. They get paid like 700 bucks to kill somebody. <laughs> Which I was like, wait, what? And then I started finding out like most political bribes are between like five and $12,000. So like these people that are like selling out the country to like private prisons or pharmaceutical <coughs> companies. It's literally just like. <coughs> like you can't even buy the most reasonably priced car. You can't even get a Nissan Versa for like what most of these bribes are. Yeah. Like if we we're playing the game like. uh would you let so-and-so suck your dick or whatever, like those games you play in high school? It's like, my amount that I need is larger than that. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah, it's so ridiculous. Like, it's like, hey, would you suck a dick for a million? You just start there, and then you work them down. You know what I mean? Yeah, you got six grand, and cool. That, But that's what it is, where it's like, hey, or if, like, it's not even that, where it's like... Uh, We'll run ads for free on our radio station if you do this for it. Or it's like, what do you? you we're not. We're now. We're moving invisible money. So now n nothing is changing hands. It's just like weird agreements. And like this is what you sold out the country for. It's not even like, like, uh, like the businessmen from like the fifties to the nineties who just completely sold this country to China. Or it's just like, yeah, why would I pay eighteen cents when I can pay fourteen cents and have a child make it? The people who actually like destroyed this country. But I'm more upset at these people where it's just like, like, I'm, I get it. I'm, I'm fine. I'm not buying, I'm going to buy into your stupid marketing. I'm going to do this. I'm going to buy your products. At a certain point, I, sometimes I have to buy your products. All I ask is you don't give me cancer. Is it that hard? I, I might get heart disease. I might get such and such. I smoke cigarettes, but can I, can you, can I just not get it from cucumbers, please? You pieces of shit. From fucking hummus, dude. It's supposed to be like the light, fluffy, yeah, it's nutritious, like You're healthy healthier dip. if you're eating hummus over I'm gonna switch back dip. to fucking... Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna switch back to artichoke dip with a fucking loaf of French bread and kill myself with heart disease. Because at least I know what I'm getting. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like I'm just going uh, can of Hormel chili and Velveeta. Cause, uh, I'd rather die of a heart attack than fucking a lot, like 18 months drawn out on fucking chemo, losing my goddamn eyebrows because I decided to have some fucking mashed up chickpeas. Yeah, leaving your, leaving your family in immense debt because your health insurance <laughs> wouldn't cover it 100%. Yeah. Yeah, I had cancer for 18 months and my family's now $1.2 million in the hole. <laughs> Because I wanted a light snack with a wheat thin, you fucking piece of shit. Boom. Gloves off. Right. Fuck you, Whole Foods. Don't forget Whole Foods is in the mix. Oh, yeah. Whole Foods, too. And fuck Amazon. That's another thing. Their whole fucking, their climate pledge arena, they're bu they bought Whole Foods. They're trying to up their image, but they don't give a shit. No, number they're poisoning one. us. Their they brand is number one. one. Oh. Oh, we'll see where Whole Foods moves from here. Hopefully they change their evil cancer ways. I, I'm saying my first thought is once you, let's start testing other stuff. Let's test it all, buddy. Are those seven dollar fucking frosted flakes? Do they have cancer on them? Let's just assume yes, and let's keep this hate train rolling. I got a gloves off. All right, gloves off. Let's wrap it up after this. This one seems harmless enough, but. It got me going. I don't know. It's, we don't need it. It's not necessary. Um, okay. I'm still shocked that this person has managed to stay like even somewhat relevant in the world. But <laughs> they're making a Vanilla Ice biopic. Which, like, the what? only two things even, like, interesting are... And it's going to be played by Dave Franco. But why the fuck... Like, he had one hit. Suge Knight held him over a balcony. That's about it. Two hits. I don't know. You think Go Ninja Go was a hit? Um, absolutely. Um, I think anybody born between 1988 and 1995 knows what you're talking about. Yeah, but it w I don't think it was on the radio or anything. It wasn't like a hit. It was just they yeah. put it 
in a movie that everyone saw. Yeah, that's fair. I'll meet you halfway. Agree to disagree. Um, yeah, we we don't we don't even need the man. Like, and all we know is go ninja, go ninja, go. We know like his, every word. To is Ice his Ice life Baby. that interesting? We just covered there, him. Like, and what a dirtbag he is. Like, there's no way song, it's interesting. He's like if Lou Bega just started flipping houses in the mid two thousands. You're like, wait, this guy's still around? Yeah, he's survived on like irrelevant reality shows. He probably plays like fucking weddings where he just lip syncs Ice Ice Baby to rich people. I will tell you that. He'll play like a halftime show at a basketball game or something. He had the best season of Surreal Life. Do you remember that? With like Charo and Ron Jeremy. Yeah, that was the most relevant he's been. And that was was what, 20 years ago? I don't know. But he was like the most sane level-headed person on that show where he's like, I'm just trying to pivot this into a home remodeling. Like... (laughs) Um, they told me if I just if I hang out in this house with fucking Minnie Me and Ron Jeremy, they'll pay for my van so I could get a uh, fucking table saw. Yeah, so he's getting a biopic. Like even like I don't know, like the Tanya Harding one makes way more, more sense because it's like she had uh, talent. She was in a fight with another American, and but yeah, it's gritty. It was. High stakes. She was an Olympian. Like she, she had an actual like fucked up childhood. But it's like with Dave Franco, they like they have to go the way of like the disaster artist, where it's like a mockumentary. Yeah, sure. I don't know. It but just, just the fact so that it's just Vanilla gonna, Ice it, is going to get another fucking check pisses me off because he didn't even write Ice Ice Baby, and he stole the fucking he stole the fucking beat from Queen. But isn't that what makes this country great? Stealing from Queen and David Bowie? This whole country's built by con men. I mean, Founding Fathers had a good idea, but I mean, the America that we know and love, post-World War II, wonderful, you know, Ronald Reagan's, Steven Spielberg, kids in a cul-de-sac, America, that's all just, that was all bought and paid for by fucking con men. And Vanilla Ice is cashing those checks. Heavy personalities. That's it, though. I mean, that's what Vanilla Ice is. He was just the personality, right? He was a look. He had those fucking those those fucking Zubaz pants, a tall ass like Johnny Bravo flat top. He, did he have an eye piercing, like an eyebrow piercing? I think. I'm sure he had a piercing somewhere. Yeah, and uh, I mean, he's not living on the street, so he's a survivor. Yeah, he kept that Ice Ice Baby going for a fucking long time. And now they're going to make a cool movie about him. He's installed more toilets than he's had hit songs. And yet he's still (laughs) known for fucking, for being, he's still referred to as a musician, even though he's like torn up more carpet than uh, spent time in a studio. I'd like to know if he's put, when the last time he put music out. Doesn't he just go by his name now? He's like Dave. Ron? What's the Oh Rob. Rob, yeah. Rob. Rob something. Yeah, well he I don't know. He's not making any money on new music. He knows. He's gonna have like the fucking like Edmonton Oilers column for nineties night, and he's gonna go on the ice and sing a two minute version of Ice Ice Baby, get his seven grand or whatever. Yeah, check that out. Ninja number rap. one, Ice Ice Baby. Number two, Ninja Rap. Well, yeah, his songs for sure. No, but I'm saying <laughs> you called it. His, his second best song was just uh, the music video is just a clip from the movie. Yeah, and the song, they don't even try on the song. They're like, and it, by right. the way, far and away the best Ninja Turtle movie. Oh, I couldn't disagree more. Number one is way better. Casey Jones? Casey Jones is the number one. The first Ninja Turtles movie? Yeah, he's in it. That's what I said. Casey Jones is in number one. Yeah, but the Ninja Raps from number two. Yeah, the ooze with um, with the monsters, with fucking Shredder's more badass in number two. Yeah, I like number one. I like the angst of Raphael. His uh, well, teenage we can, angst. We can all agree they're better than number three. Or those Michael Bay abominations. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> Um, all right. Um, I think that's it. I do have a Turkey update, Turkmenistan update. Yeah, I've been wondering about that. 
They've been gone for a while. Get ready. It is now time for Turkmenistan news update. What the fuck's up? So, this just in, Turkmenistan is still COVID-free. Why is the U.S. not taking a page from their book? You know what? I think it might be white marble might be the cure. The Blanco Bronco strikes again. He is all about, he loves bikes and he loves horses. So people are constantly, I think the world's largest like uh, communal bike ride happened in Turkmenistan. Um, he gives you, he just gives you a bike. If you want a bike, just go get one. There's bikes on the street. People love being outdoors. They love getting that cardio in. I think that has a lot to do with the, uh, the immune system helping people out. Yeah. sounds like paradise to me. Everything's white except for, I mean, you can get any color bike you want, which is cool. Um, but your car has to be white, which maybe it's also the heat. It's a hot country. And also a very reflective country, I imagine. All the the sand and then the the, the all-white buildings, the all-white cars. I, I imagine it's a very bright city. Yeah, you're just trying to keep them cool. Um, Ashgabat, I believe. Uh, the beautiful city of Ashgabat. Um, but, however, they are now making masks mandatory. Because uh, this year has been really bad for um, dust. So oh. they are starting to wear masks, but it is just because there's record levels of dust. Still COVID-free. Zero cases of COVID. Just a lot of dust this year. So completely unrelated. Just make sure you, if you do visit Turkmenistan or you're in Turkmenistan, we hope you are. Um, I believe they have, I hope they have free internet there. Um, yeah, it's so, like how sometimes the locusts just show up every 45 years and just yeah take, it's got nothing to do with the bible it's just they were fucking this year i don't know what to tell you so the dust dust so yeah dust. It was, it's a it's a sandy country i mean they wear fucking face masks normally it was a, a shamog you know like one of those like military things that can be like a face mask or a or a skirt headpiece yeah all that so um just a lot of dust this year so if you're if you're flying there make sure you bring a mask not for COVID. It's actually kind of a, a COVID haven. If you don't want to get COVID, I think you should go there. But bring a mask to protect your face because there is a lot of dust. And you don't want to get you don't want to inhale all that. And you know, next thing you're you know, you're hawking up snot rockets and it's just a whole to do. So congrats to Turkmenistan. And uh, uh that's it. Shout out to the five guys in India, hopefully you guys aren't rapists. The two guys in France. The uh, um, Do we have any Japanese listeners yet? We'll have to check the metrics. Um, but if we do... Uh, 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 and that's it. Make sure you follow us on Instagram, at Hogopod, at MitchellFillUp, at RobotSpencer. Uh, jot any of us a line. Oh, at BeamJeremy. Um instant message us on any of those instant message direct message instant message me on myspace direct message me on instagram um or any of us if you got comments corrections suggestions or good old-fashioned hate mail uh thanks for listening bye